Because, we, as you see, there's children here too, so we want to be covering them. So, our story begins on the West Coast, and we're moving to the East Coast, from sea to shining sea, so to speak, and we're moving from Oregon to North Carolina. God brought us home. He brought us home to have a baby and to birth a vision. And so here she is. Praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, three in one. No greater strength that we have than Jesus. This baby birth is a miracle, supernatural. And so we've just, um, just taken each step of this journey by faith. We didn't have a plan necessarily from leaving Oregon. We just took it one day at a time, and God met us each stop, one each step of the way. And it's been so amazing. And so to come home and to have this baby in this church family was a dream come true for us. Yeah. Kings change, they come and go. People come and go, my dad is in heaven. We've come and gone, positions, jobs, children grow old, many are born, they're all born young, but the word of the Lord never changes, and his church shall stand. And the Lord brought us here, not just for a birth, a baby and a vision, but a word that God wants his church to stand. Things are coming and going, shifting left and right. But his word, his church, you guys, he is called to rise up. Just as he is raising us up, sending us places left and right, some places crazy, <laughs> actually a lot of places crazy. But praise God, his word in us remains the same. His power, his anointing in us whether we are old or young on the front lines or back in the king role or stepping aside, letting someone else come in, God's word and his church. Praise the Father, praise the Son, because it is time for his church to rise up and the young to rise up and to stand and the old to stand beside us because his church is called to stand. You remind me of your dad <laughs> a lot, quite a bit. Well, Danielle, Dan, you were named after him. Yes. And so you've been serving in the Coast Guard. Yes. And you're going to continue that, right? Right, right. So this is a four-year assignment for us in North Carolina. Uh, we served 16 years active duty, and uh, so this would, this would take us to 20. Yeah, so pretty exciting part of the journey. Uh, it's gone so fast. I, it seems like yesterday we were here getting married in 10 Strike in 2009, and God commissioned us into the military to be missionaries to the military. And so that's where we've been serving the last 16 years, and uh, through our home and our family, and uh, God's multiplied his power through, through, um, through us just being obedient. So, mm -hmm. so you've been on rescue missions. You fly a helicopter? Is that right, or what do you do? I'll help. Yeah, he's a search and rescue pilot for the Coast Guard, um, yeah. an officer in the Coast Guard. So we've been doing all over from Michigan to Can or Alaska, Oregon, and now 
probably our last duty station before God takes us into our next adventure, but flying for Jesus and being yeah. a light. Right. Amen. So let's have you stand up, and we'll have you folks come behind here, and we're going to pray. And you can all stand with us here. If anybody else wants, would like to come up, that's great. Yeah, Gus or anybody else, too, wants to come up and just join. And kids, you can be praying with us, too, children. So we're going to have Tim, Tim or Kathy start out. And then Jill or Krista, I'm not sure which one was going to pray there, but here's another mic. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I just saw a vision. I see a picture of a bow. Its name is Passion. And I see a quiver with three arrows. Hope, faith, and love. <laughs> With joy, you're going to go in this battle. I can't get this scripture out of my mind the last four or five days. We are the fragrance of Christ to those who are being saved and to those who are perishing. <laughs> so Father, in the name of Jesus, with our hands full, ordained by God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, with the crown of humility. I thank you in the name of Jesus, every one of these things that you have done. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, for we do not walk according to the flesh, for the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, Romans 8, 2, has set us free from the law of sin and death. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, you have ordained worship and praise, and I thank you that out of the two of these mouths, Lord God, will spring over this earth and over the coast over the East Coast. I thank you, Lord God, even in a helicopter, God, your Spirit of God will be flying out of his mouth into the East Coast, be uh, cursing hurricanes in Jesus' name and blessing people and pulling them out of despair. I thank you in the name of Jesus for your powerful hand on their life, shooting hope, faith, and love in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Am I on? If you are a man, please listen. Craig, look at me. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon a man, upon the man. And while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. There is a reason Adam was sleeping when God created Eve. He's not supposed to know how she functions. He's not supposed to. But what God expects from you is to go to him. If you're a man, can you say amen? 
Thank you. You have to go to him to know how she functions. That's the only way that works. Your name is Craig. It means rock. She is the rib. She's meant to protect you. The rib protects the heart. <clears throat> That's why God asks you to love. She protects that love. But you need to love. The only way you are going to love is if you submit to him. The wife, the mom, is not the center of the family. It's the man. Women's, we, women are not meant to be the center. You are the center of the family. She's there to protect that. And God said, respect. That's all this man needs, respect. He is a rock that needs to be shaped. You are not the shaper. The father is. And you have to learn to respect, even though there are rough ages. When he sees that, he moves. And shaping a rock is not as easy as iron. One last hit with a chisel and you lose the rock. That's why God takes time to shape. Father, I thank you for my family. Thank you for the inheritance you've given unto us. Craig, I want you to hold her as if she was your wife. Pull her closer. <laughs> Keep it PG though, but... Yes. Holy Spirit, come. What you have started, you will finish. Holy Spirit, come. You are the one who binds together. Holy Spirit, come. Where it is hurt, bring healing. Bring connection where there is disconnection. Bring understanding where there is confusion. Bring peace where there is stress. Holy Spirit, come. We need your Holy Spirit. Unite again, Craig and Annie, with the laughter of Isaac, with the hope that you've given them, and with the grace of Hannah, O oh God. Let your grace come, O oh Lord. As Isaac stands, O oh God, you will laugh at any adversary that comes to them, O oh God. You will rejoice over them, O oh Lord, and your joy in them will be their strength. Father, when it gets dark, O oh God, hope will arise, O oh God. That hope that comes from you, O oh Lord, will never fail. But it will become substance, O oh God. It will become flesh, O oh God. And your grace will empower them, O oh Lord, to do your work. Father, bless them with wisdom. I bless them with understanding. I bless them with power. I bless them with favor everywhere they go, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. You are prayed for. <laughs> As you go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um just just a word of announcement here. Next week, Carol and Ronnie Schlimmer Ruano will be with us, and we will be receiving an offering during the service. We'll be passing the plates for them, and um, if you are going to be making a check, you can make it out to the church, and we'll give it to them that day. I just want you to know that. In the next few weeks, Joyce and I will be teaching. Excuse me. Yes, they're from Cape Saltenango, Guatemala, and uh, Joyce, did you want to explain things? I'll just take this opportunity. Kids, just another minute here. What needs explaining? <laughs> Monday, I fell on a rock. I tripped and fell on a rock and hit right there. And the Lord preserved my eyes, nothing broken, nothing sprained. But where's Judy? Come on up here, Judy Grover. She and I share something. I've been, since it happened to me, I've been praying for her too. So you fell. I fell on my front steps and mashed my forehead, barely escaped breaking my orbit. It's still got a lump, and my nose is broken, and I still have puffy eyes, but it's okay. It's getting better. It's getting better. She was black and blue. My, my uh, kids said that jo uh, Joyce did a, gra did a grandma, and it's a capital G, so now we know that's a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we thank the Lord. His word is our life and healing. And in the original Hebrew, that includes total, thorough restoration. I said, she's looking mighty fine. To me, she looks restored. She said, there's still a few bumps I can feel. Well, I'm progressing. I'm getting there. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Here, just a second. I know you're looking to have surgery in a few I weeks, am. right? Yes. Yeah. Which arm is that? I'm scared. You're scared. I'm getting a reversal shoulder replacement. Yeah. So. You're a, you're a musician, right? I'm a musician. This is supposed to help. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> so yes. Thank you, Lord, for that. It's gonna be Jesus a long road. Name. I've done something like that before several times, so I'll make. Yes. Yes. The Lord is going to make sure of that. Yeah, thank you. But let's pray for yes, Judy. Total and complete. Yeah, thank you, Father. Your love reaching every area of Judy's body, Father, that needs the full restoration, whether it's through surgery, whatever means it is, Father. And we thank you, Lord, you've gifted her to be a concert pianist, and we thank you, Father, that that ability will remain. It will be enhanced in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, 
for your call. Thank you, Lord. 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 Full and complete healing in Jesus' name. Amen for our dear one. Amen, amen. Joyce said that she fell on a rock. And um, Jill mentioned a rock. And the husband likened there to a rock. And the thing is, when a wife falls on her husband rock, that should never happen. But the love comes forth so strong, right? The love comes forth. I tell you, there is something that happened with Joyce. It just, it does something when you see a loved one hurting. And uh, I don't know what else to say. It's time to move on. Let's stand up and let's greet each other. And children, thank you for being so good and staying with us here. We'll release you to your classes now. Hallelujah. Good morning, family. In case you didn't know, it's because of my small ears that we're trying to lapel mic today. So those small ears, that thing keeps falling off. So uh, we might have to try next time that tape all the way around the head. Uh, but for now, I'll um, keep my head up. Thank you for being a part of the family of Christ. As you know, we love you. It is so good to be a part of the family of, of God. Uh, means a lot to me personally. And uh, I'm just going to list some of the gifts that were in use already this morning. Um, before I do that, let's, uh, let's pray. And then, um, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for what you have in store for us. We thank you that we are all apart, Lord. We thank you that our family means so much to us, Lord. And, and you have work for each of us. You have gifted each one of us, Lord. And we're thankful for that. We're thankful for the fulfillment that comes from serving you, uh, working for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So in case you didn't know, uh, this morning someone showed up to run the soundboard. Someone else was here to record the service. Different individuals did each of these additional things so far today. Sometimes the same person was doing two or more things. Uh, projected words and pictures. Uh, someone trained someone to project words and pictures. Uh, two or three people prepared the coffee bar. Uh, someone put together the order of events. Several people met to pray for today's service. You probably were greeted at the front door by people. Uh, someone cleaned the building. Uh, someone delivered water softener salt. Someone got the music ready for everyone. Uh, we had someone playing piano, someone playing bass, uh, someone playing guitar, someone playing drums. Uh, somebody sang melody, somebody else sang harmony, um, and someone sang alto harmony, I believe. Um, at this time, we have an adult in the nursery, a teacher, and hopefully a helper in the preschool room. We have a teacher and a helper in the elementary room, two to three people making lunch. Um, after church, we will have one or two people wiping tables, two or three people doing dishes, and it would be nice if someone could vacuum if needed, check the bathrooms. Um, and then the last person to leave will lock it up. I could try to do all of those things, 
but I wouldn't be able to keep up. It wouldn't work out very well, and especially last time I shared, I told you um, that if I was in charge of the lunch, uh, you may not come back the following week. Um, I agreed uh, with much prayer and trepidation. My wife and I uh, prayed about becoming an elder. And we were, I was installed as an elder um, uh, before Stephen Joyce left um, on vacation. One of the reasons that Sarah and I agreed that I would serve as an elder was because we know you and we love you and we believe that we will be working with you as everyone does their part. Coming together as a church family means a lot to me and I trust it does to you too. You are my spiritual family. One of the reasons, oh, that, I already said that. We encourage one another. We serve one another. We share life with each other. We challenge each other if needed. Life is messy, and we need a place to get our lives back together, back onto the focus of what God has for us and for his will and his presence in our lives. I'm going to share uh, a scripture here, and then I'm going to call up my beautiful better half. Uh, New International Version, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. Starting with verse 12. Just as a body, though one has many parts, but its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made of just one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being a part of the body. If the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment, but God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, Every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Sarah, are you ready? I uh, shared about the body of Christ a couple weeks ago, and there was so much to share. I couldn't pack it all in at once. Sarah had some ideas that I was super excited about, so I'm going to focus on that today. Um, and then there's a microphone. Since I got the microphone, I'm going to add something. You forgot about what was happening outside the church before people came. Your daughter was on a ladder with the broom taking care of the 
bugs, the spider webs. Then she gets the power blower out and she power blows the mats, usually most Sunday mornings. So that also was going on. Good morning. Let me get situated. I'm actually gonna, before I get into my message part, I just wanted to do a little commercial <laughs> for Touchpoint. Um, on the announcements every Sunday, it shows watch Touchpoint. Um, on the emails they send out, watch Touchpoint. I just want to um, encourage you, if you haven't already, watch Touchpoint. Um, my parents put a lot of prayer and time um, and thought into doing Touchpoint for you. They do it for you. So I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. It's not just a teaching. There's encouragement um, and lots of laughing. <laughs> These two are hilarious. Oh, my goodness. You never know what they're going to talk about. Um, never know, know what little thought or story or idea will pop into dad's head. And mom doesn't know what to do sometimes. <laughs> so there's lots of laughing. Um, you can go back in the archives to watch ones that you missed. Um, on Facebook, YouTube, and on the website. I know some of you take time to watch those silly cat videos or puppies or whatever, so you can take time to watch my parents. My parents are cute and funny, too. So there. <laughs> um, there's also videos and pictures that are being included in some of the touch points, and you can only see those if you watch Touchpoint. For instance, um, a chipmunk got into my parents' house a few, couple months ago. You get to watch a video and hear the whole story if you watch Touchpoint. Um, another time, they were out on the lake filming with Joy and Carson, and all of a sudden there was a tornado warning. Now, if you want the rest of that story, you have to watch Touchpoint, okay? Um, and they also sometimes have special guests. For instance, last week, Rob Salmonson shared. Um, he shared about a lot about eagles. For his job, he would find eagle nests, climb to the top of the trees, sometimes even go into the nests to tag the eaglets. It's fascinating stuff. So he shared last week. Be sure to catch it next week, too. And I just want to say thank you to my parents for all that they do with Touchpoint, because I really appreciate it myself. So thank you. Are you I forgot there, my tie, Steve. <laughs> you want to bring this? Or oh, you bring okay. it back. Well, I, I tend to agree with Sarah. You need to watch it. 
So, but I think in this week's touch point, the second part of our series, uh, something special happened at the end, and I believe Joy has threaded that into the uh, segment that you'll get to watch online. But as I was getting ready to leave the driveway after our second segment, uh, an eagle came flying just barely above treetops. I'll get up here and try to do it. And if where we were sitting was over there, the eagle came like this, turned real sharp, made a large arc, and was looking right down in that area the whole time. I looked for a band on it, but I couldn't see one. But at any rate, that's what happened. Is that what you wanted me to share? Or? I don't want to tell too much. You, you got to watch it. I could have shared it, but this is given a little thing. But the thing was, here was Rob. He was ready to go. And Trace is saying, oh, get up there. Okay. okay. <laughs> so. You might not have to share Rob, today, Sarah. <laughs> no, let's go with the away. flow, right? So we were done with the touch point, and Rob was sitting in his pickup waiting to go because there was an ups truck, ups truck that parked right across the front of our driveway. They never do that. They sometimes stop out there and walk it in, but they don't block off. I've never seen it before in all these years that they block off. So Rob couldn't get out. He was stuck. He was stuck there. And Here's when the eagle, this eagle comes in. I don't remember ever having an eagle do that in our yard either, that close. But I told Rob, he told me that afterwards, I says, what a confirmation, you know, of, of that and what you shared and how it's linked to the things of the spirit, mm -hmm. spiritual realm. That's what you call a God wink. And, you know, you have God winks too. And just watch for those in your lives, but for that eagle to come, and he was looking right at Rob Right there, where we were. Right where we were. Looking for us. And uh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Sarah, your turn. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Um, so Andrew's been talking about the body of Christ. And, of course, a physical body is a visual of that. You can visualize how the parts of the body work together, the arms, the legs, eyes, hands, all working together. So I thought of another visual of the body of Christ. I'm a very visual person. It helps me to see things. I remember better. Um, I thought of a jigsaw puzzle. Um, Elsie, my youngest daughter, is always putting a puzzle together. If you come to our house in the living room, there will be a puzzle. Um, she just loves putting puzzles together. She's really good at it. Um, I think Elsie probably gets that from her great-grandma Joyce. Um, she, was, she loved putting puzzles together. So um, a jigsaw puzzle is a set of numerous interlocking pieces that are assembled together 
to produce a complete picture. Oh, some puzzle pieces here. Each piece is unique, and when fit together, each piece contributes to the entire puzzle. Each of us represents a unique piece of the puzzle. When our strengths are combined, we make the whole picture. Okay, so here we see, <laughs> I see a mess. Um, I see chaos and confusion <laughs> when you first pour out that puzzle. But 1 Corinthians 14.33, the Amplified Version says, our God is not a God of confusion, but of order. Um, Elsie would see this picture and she would see an opportunity. She would get excited to start a new puzzle. Um, how do most people start a puzzle? What do they do first, most people? Anybody? Yes, the border. You usually start with the border. Um, or we could say the foundation of the puzzle. There, yes, so there Elsie has started. She got the border done and worked on a little more. Um, as I was thinking of the border um, and how it can be a foundation, I am thankful that with this church, we don't have to start from scratch. We have a strong foundation here, and I'm not just physically this building, but spiritually. We can build upon those who started the Shiloh Presbyterian Church. That's a picture of it. Started way back in 1901. Um, we can build upon those who started it, and then the generations that followed, many generations. I'm so thankful for those past generations of believers that helped build that border, that foundation of the puzzle of this church body. Okay. Very good. She is, you are on top of it. I'm impressed. Good job. <laughs> Um, a correctly placed puzzle piece paves the way for more pieces to be added. Now, notice I said correctly. Okay, we could try to force a piece into the wrong place. Have you ever been tempted? <laughs> Get out the hammer. <laughs> and make it fit. I have, been. I get very frustrated with puzzles. I do not have Elsie's puzzle gift. Um, in fact, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could make that piece fit, but, <laughs> Not only would the piece that you're trying to force into place probably get damaged, those around it may get damaged as well. And that puzzle would never be able to be properly finished. 
That being said, it's okay to try helping in different places in different ways. Um, until you get the right fit. Being willing to fill in here or step in there to help is good. But when you find that place that is just right, um, the place God wants you to be, you'll know. And puzzle pieces have more than one side. They have more than one way to connect. So you can be connected and fit in in more than one way, right? 1 Corinthians 12, 18. God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. It takes just one person to start the interlocking puzzle piece process by discovering your strengths, using your strengths, and valuing the strengths of others. This can be at home, at work, in the community, in our church. Try saying interlocking puzzle piece process five times fast, by the way. Oops. Now, uniqueness in puzzle pieces is a strength. It's a good thing. Like a one-of-a-kind puzzle piece, Your strengths make a special place for you and allow others to fit in. Okay, so I thought I'd heard of puzzles now that have all the same pieces. So I looked it up. Okay, ready for this? The Schmuzzle puzzle has pieces all of identical shape that fit together trillions of ways trillions of ways, but only one way is correct. Would you like to do that puzzle? No, thank you. I don't think Elsie even would want to do that one. Somebody must, because puzzle, they must sell puzzles, I guess. That's crazy. <laughs> so as I said, uniqueness in puzzle pieces is a good thing. We are each unique, and we have God-given talents and strengths and enjoy helping in different ways. This is all good. When we all find our right place, we get the complete picture. I thought this puzzle was very appropriate showing the church, um, but it's also really special because my grandma Pomp put this puzzle together. Um, so in a way, she helped with this message today. It's beautiful. A completed picture. I have it right here. Okay. I need two volunteers. How about the twins? Can I call you the twins? It's okay. okay. Come on up. They do have names, Lucas and Carson. All right, do you, can you guess what I'm gonna have them hand out to you? It's a little reminder of today, a puzzle piece. You're each going to get a puzzle piece. You can go ahead, each take a box, and just make sure everybody takes a piece. So I want you to take one, bring it home, 
pray about where you would best fit in, here at work in your community, um, wherever you go, <laughs> maybe you already know where you fit. That's great. You being in the right place will help others be in the right place. Ephesians 4.16, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. Who does? He does. We don't have to force it or make it work. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. Okay, as they're finishing passing out those pieces, I talked about how Elsie loves to put puzzles together, so I have to show you her last puzzle that she finished. She just got it done two days ago. This is a 3D puzzle. It was the hardest puzzle she's ever done, she said. Um, this is the medieval German village of Rothenburg in Bavaria. The village still looks like this, which is amazing. Now remember how I said that the border is like a foundation of a puzzle? Well, this is really neat because you can actually see that foundation. She had to build literally that foundation up first before she finished the rest. But guess what? There was a couple missing pieces. Yes, Elsie was not very happy. <laughs> but it's still beautiful. You can't even, you don't even notice because I took pictures just the right way. <laughs> um, but with the body of Christ, thank you. With the body of Christ, however, a missing piece is not a tragedy. This is why. It's an opportunity for you to encourage another person by affirming his or her strengths, and this gives the chance for, for a person to find his or her unique strengths, use them, and grow in faith. Okay, now, my mom actually put together a very hard puzzle. Um, I believe Ann Nelson started it, so they both get credit for this one. There it is. It's absolutely beautiful, but you notice how many colors are the same. It was very difficult to put together. Good job. Yes. Um, I think that's all I have. Andrew's going to finish it up. Thank you, honey. That was awesome. Um, we, she mentioned Elsie's, uh, what did you say, puzzle gift? It takes a certain amount of patience, you know, to work with those puzzles. And as we make opportunity for you, um, sometimes it takes a little while. It takes a little patience. Um, Sarah shared the first part of Ephesians chapter 4, 16. I'm going to read the whole verse. New Living Translation. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy 
and growing and full of love. And we want to work together as we uh, find your part. Uh, those missing pieces, uh, we've identified a bunch of them here at the church. I have a, a sign-up sheet uh, on the Welcome Center right outside as you walk outside. Sarah said you may already know what you want to do. Go ahead and fill that out. You might already be involved. And uh, I told Emily uh, that I haven't mentioned her yet, but I'm going to mention you now. Some people are extremely gifted in certain things, and they're willing to help out wherever needed. So thank you so much, Emily. The idea is not that you do everything every week, okay? So, and some things don't require special gifts. We just need you to, to help out. Um, some of the missing pieces that we need help very soon are a helper in the preschool downstairs, um, Joy is the teacher. She needs a helper. Uh, we need kitchen cleanup on Sundays every time that we have a meal. Um, and on Wednesday nights, we need someone to help with the elementary kids. Um, that's going to be next month already. Uh, we need someone there. Uh, but take this home. Pray about it. If you want to fill it out today, that's fine too. Sign up for helping maybe once a quarter. Maybe once a month, uh, maybe once a week, or maybe you don't want to be on a schedule necessarily, but let us know, you know, I'm willing to help wherever you need, as long as I'm here on a Sunday. Um, Zach is our volunteer coordinator. Um, we'll make sure to get your name and number and follow up and find a spot for you. Um, be open and willing to try. Um, I did not know that I had a gift with babies until I tried. I was scared of babies. I thought they would poop and cry, and, and I wouldn't know what to do. But I would say today, I'm pretty good with babies. I look for crying babies and see if I can help in any way possible. So with that, even I can, uh, could help with babies. Uh, I, I will do what I can. I will help wherever needed. Part of my job as an elder um, and part of Zach's job as a volunteer coordinator is to equip the body, equip the saints. Let's work together. Let's find where you fit in, and uh, we'll continue to build on a beautiful uh, picture. Uh, somebody's telling me it's time to stop talking. Okay. Uh, remember on your way out that there are boxes on the back for you to give your offerings. Let's pray for that and for the service right now. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for this day. We thank you for the gifts that you've given the body, Lord, and we celebrate that, Lord. We want to be a part of your kingdom. Lord, bless us as we give of our time and talents and our finances as well. Lord, just uh, work through this church as we are obedient to you. And be with us this week in Jesus' name. Amen. You are dismissed. God of Abraham, you're the God of covenants and faithful promises. what you say though the storms may come in